What does God most deeply desire for you and for me, for our family, for our friends, for our neighbors and our enemies? What does God desire for this country and for the world? All throughout Scripture, the answer is so clear. What God desires for us more than anything else is He desires our salvation. This is His greatest desire. And Paul, in this letter that we heard, he says, this is the reason for everything that I bear, the hardships, the burdens. I bear all this so that all those chosen by God will know the salvation for them in Christ unto eternal life. And St. Peter says the same thing in a different way. In his first letter, the reason he gives as he encourages those first Christians to persevere in their faith is that they would attain the very goal of their faith, which is what? The salvation of our souls. If this is God's greatest desire for you and I, should this not be our desire? We can have other desires, and there's so many good desires. The desire to have healthy, wholesome friendships, the desire for a good education, a desire for career success, the desire to get married and have a family, the desire to enjoy the good things that God has given us, to go fishing, to go golfing. You know, I would have taken up golfing, but they just need to make the ball a little bigger. I couldn't hit that thing if my life depended on it. To go vacationing in a beautiful spot. But our desire for salvation cannot be just one other desire just placed merely along all these other desires. It needs to be as it is with God, our greatest desire. And here as we examine our life together, perhaps like me, at times you are aware that this is not the case, that this desire gets weakened or lost in the mix of life. And I may have to go to God on a given day or week and say, God, please strengthen this desire in me. 
we all together are so deeply aware of our need for salvation. There are days and weeks that we have where that are hard and painful and the struggle can be intense and that need for salvation is like a groan, a yearning. And we want to see it especially in our own hearts and in all of our relationships as each of us carries at different times relational pain and brokenness. And we want these relationships to correspond more fully to the way of the gospel. There are areas of sin in our life that still keep us bound and make it hard for us to live in freedom. There are wounds that are yet to be healed, are there not? As we feel ourselves limping along through life. We want to be whole, completely healed. And how often is your heart and mine so deeply troubled by what we see around us? what we experience and hear in the news. And that just increases what? Our concern for the future. What will the future be like for our children and our youth? And the steady decline that we are witnessing in our own country and around the world especially with gospel values, we know why. We know the answer, that it is caused by a lack or a loss of faith. People are not turning to God. And yet there is such a need for God and the salvation that he desires. So from where will come our help? Psalm 121. From where shall come our help? Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. And that help comes to us in the very person of Jesus Christ. It is only in turning to Christ. It is only in going and bringing everything in our lives to Christ that we will begin to see the graces of salvation continue to unfold. Now, if this is true, and every one of us believes this, if this is true, is it possible that any time spent with Christ 
would ever be a waste of time. Or even if you and I were to spend more time with Christ, is it possible that that would ever be a waste? And here again, a moment of honesty. We have all wasted so much time. We have wasted it on things that often follow with regret and sometimes even with guilt because of the way that we have used things that have taken us further from God. We have wasted time on things that have left us so empty and so unfulfilled and have not brought us even an inch closer to God or moved us further in the way of salvation. We have on our campus here, as I mentioned in the announcements, an adoration chapel. And in this adoration chapel, as here in our tabernacle, is the gentle, quiet, hidden, but powerful presence of Christ, yearning to continue to be for us a constant source of salvation. And I'm going to propose something for us to do together. When Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he was going through that agony, the weight of our sins crushing him, his soul filled with sorrow that felt like death. The suffering was so intense, he sweat drops of blood. And he was about to experience the powers of evil hurled against him. And what did Jesus do? He prayed. And it says he prayed three times, getting on his face. But he asked his disciples to do something, to stay with him and pray with him. And he went over to them after the first time, and they were sleeping. And from this broken, pierced heart, comes this sorrowful plea. Can you not stay and pray with me one hour? And he goes and prays again. He comes back and they're still sleeping. And he repeats the plea. Can you not stay? 
and pray with me for one hour. I'd like to propose a way for you and I to respond to this plea in the heart of Jesus that would unleash even more graces for salvation in our lives and in the lives of many other people that we, if we are not doing this already, that we would commit to making a holy hour with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. Why would we do this? Well, first of all, it's a sacrifice. And as we remember all that Jesus sacrificed for us, this indeed would be a small thing. And why leave our homes and come here? Jesus is with us all the time. Yes, but there's two reasons. First, let's be honest. So often our homes are not the best place. There's distractions. There's things pulling at us. It's hard to be fully present to the Lord when there's all the things that we have to do reminding us in our homes. And also to make that extra effort of being generous out of love for the Lord. To make that extra effort, how pleasing that would be to God. Let us decide today that we would have less screen time and more Jesus time. Let's decide to waste an hour with Jesus. And maybe for you it'll be an extra hour which will never be a waste. I'm using that word, as you know, jokingly. After Mass, there's a table in the gathering space where you can get information on how you can be part of this response to the heart of Jesus. And you will never, never, ever be disappointed that you did this. God will never be outdone in generosity. And you and I will continue to experience so many gifts, blessings, graces, healings from this time with Jesus. Let us do something that's actually going to be part of the solution for salvation. Let us not just stay in our fear, our worry, our anxiety, our anger. That does nothing. Jesus is the Savior of the world. Let us spend time with Jesus.
Amen.